0: Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Roseminahan and her panel of guests bring you insightful conversations to awaken consciousness for soul growth. Come journey with us through astrology's energetic cycles and get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars.
1: Hello, I'm Sue Roseminahan. And this is Pop Cosmos Conversations. Thank you. Today is October 29th, just a shade away from Halloween. But there's another factor of this momentous time, this midstream between the seasons. It's Samhain. And that's a Celtic New Year's. It will be on the 31st. It's between the 31st and the 1st, at the end of summer and the beginning of winter as harvest is finished and it's that veil from the ancients and ancients yes because the it's celtic it's a celtic that really okay i'll finish with that first thought the veil is lifted between the living and the dead at that time the thinnest because hey life was completed the the crops were finished and it was settling down and it was harsh times but everything is spiritual it isn't just a rutabaga is the whole factor of life returning so the celts lived a thousand bc and their heyday was 300 bc at 390 bc They were actually occupying Rome. Now, at their heyday, they went from the British Isles, which, of course, wasn't British Isles then, as we know, because right now that's where it's centered in, mostly Ireland and some Scots and Welsh and even Cornwall. But it went through Portugal and the Netherlands, Romania and Turkey. It was a huge area so the legacy lasts on and the day of the dead with the latino cultures when people make altars and the language which is still uh, in in ireland and you know even iceland has old old language well here we are and this is Astro Jam, which is a totally different picture, but still ancient because we're dealing with the sky and the planets. So now we're ready for AstroJam.
2: AstroJam is a fun and exciting reenactment where a group of astrologers bring two mystery charts to life. Here planets speak their archetypal consciousness to us, just like they do in our minds and hearts. Playing out the chart's planets like a spontaneous music jam, this is your cast of Astro Jam.
1: Hot diggity. Well, I'm Sue, but I'm going to go right to some of our other people. And let me see if I can get this screen working. May, yes, I need the help from a friend. Thank you very much. On a quick marquee, I'll name the folks. We're not sure if our good... Israel Ahosi will be joining, but he might just pop in. He usually does. He's in England. It could be a little different there. But we have Daniel Beck, and Justin Crockett Elsie, Sean Kelly, Jennifer Ning, Marie O'Neill, Samuel F. Reynolds, Ray Sapp, and myself. And we will get to a little bit of introductions. Generally, though, I want to say that Cosmos with these conversations with these astrologers we're bringing mystery charts to life they communicate just like they do in our hearts and the mystery charts are unknown no clue but somehow the charts are relevant to right now the plot thickens will it be a person will it be a thing will it be a place is it an event we don't know it's every quarter so you can check back and you'll find out at the end we improvise playfully, we interact with the consciousness, and we do reveal them, and then we'll chat all about it. So here we go. Israel, if he comes, we'll join. But We have Justin Crockett Elsie. This is alphabetical to our first team. He's an archetypal astrologer, consultant, teacher, and author. Combines Western ancient astrology and modern psychological astrology with Eastern Vedic astrology. And he specializes in predictive, electional, and karmic astrology. does research in arcane concepts of astrology and focuses on the mystical occult side. He's a certified aroma boy, Tung-ta-su, to about aromas and essential oils and an herbalist yoga instructor. Glad to have you. And then we have Sean Kelly of Mount Shasta. Sean, with his first look at astrology when it was handed to him way back in his philosophy sorry about that but way back it is true it's right from the get-go at san diego state and he innately understood the archetypes they associated with symbolism i love it that's all what it's about that and the spiritual like justin he's worked with renowned astrologers kelly fox jan spiller henry seltzer Michael Luton, and I will say Rick Levine and Jeff Dower. Sean was instrumental in the 2000s driving business for tarot.com, that was for Rick and Jeff. He's a consultant, an international lecturer, and a marketing professional. Thank you, Sean, it's a pleasure. We have Ray Sapp of Nevada City. They're not far from each other, down there in wonderful California. And ray is the publisher now of the Mountain Astrologer, the TMA, as we fondly have the acronyms, and CEO of Aragor, Inc., which is legacy of Mountain Astrologer. She holds a BA in Recreation Management in English Language from California Polytechnic State University at San Luis Obispo. second-generation astrologer, preferring the title astromancer. A witch holding space for sacred language play. Ray is passionate about psychohorology, sexology, and neurotology. She's a consultant, writer, and publisher owner. Ray, it's always a treat. Thank you. So next, that will be our first team. But the second team we'll lead on is Dan Beck. He's a top-rated consulting astrologer in New Haven. I think it's New Haven. You move around. I'm not sure. Close enough for jazz, maybe. But new, And he's been in New Orleans, L.A., and Philadelphia under the name Inner Makeup Astrology. Now he's devoting his astrological oxygen to explore the theory and philosophy of astrology while helping others engage with the subject via friendship, guidance, and mentorship. And to support it, he's somewhat informally launched offline astrology so if you go to Inner makeup boink it pops up he's lectured nationally published articles and produced star love podcast where he interviewed a ton of good folks thank you jan we'll lead on and jennifer ing from toronto one of the commonwealth even though israel couldn't make it hi and you're in toronto ontario Canada, on the east side. Jen practices, but cheap, I hope I'm saying that right, four pillars and classical feng shui of the yellow hat set, widely practiced in East Asia, and studied under now retired Master Lee David Lee. Um, I think it's Hong Kong and Toronto is what you're saying. And as a horary forecasting and sinistry astrologer consulting astrologer for clients. She also practices a blend of Western, traditional, and modern astrology and holds a Horary Practitioner Certificate from the School of Traditional Astrology, STA, and Professional Astrologist diploma from the International Academy of Astrology, IAA. Thank you, Ng. No, Jen. (laughs) You've got me going in forwards. It'll be great. Thank you so much. So we have just a few more. We have Marie O'Neill going back to Santa Rosa, California. And Marie is a founder of Padma Life Coaching. With years as a life coach, astrologer, speaker, past life regression facilitator, and lecturer. She's a published author and the Lewis open. And Marie facilitates a virtual healing retreat presented by had my life coaching twice a year. She just completed it. you will need to wait six months, but keep tuned because it's quite meaningful and very valuable and always changing. So thank you, Marie. It's good to have you. Samuel F. Reynolds, an ESAR CAP certification in Santa Fe, New Mexico, the oldest city in the United States, I believe, is the capital. And Sam's a former- Skeptic, But he had a life-changing visit to an astrologer and since spent 30 years. It wasn't easy. It was, it was a, If you read your history with Sam, it, he didn't quickly just say, okay, abracadabra. He studied it. But now 30 years doing charts and studying astrology. He consults, teaches astrology full-time. He's an international conference keynote speaker and lecturer. He serves Sam Reynolds serves as President of the Board of Directors for the International Academy of Astrology, the IAA, and he's co-founder of International Society of Black Astrologers, a published and anthologized poet and essayist, 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 boy, my English, I, I was born with it, but it's still tough, sorry about that. But he... Sam's written for multiple print and online outlets. And he's a co-recipient of ESAR 2022 Community Service Award. That's very prestigious and certainly an honor, which I'm so glad they have the wisdom to choose. So thanks, Sam. It'll be fun. And me, you can read about it, but Top Cosmos has been on since 2018 weekly. And we have panels now. Join our subscription and find out more. So there's a few issues that are coming up with this first chart that we want to talk about. And thank you. Thank you for everyone joining us. And thank you to the wonderful seven astrologers that we have. I trust you can see everybody here. Are we all visible? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Are we missing somebody?
3: Israel. Israel.
1: Israel. I know, but oh. one more. There, there were eight people, so there should be yeah. nine. okay. Sean, <laughs> thank you. I can count. That's I have two hands. Here we go. Good job. So yeah.
4: thank, <laughs> thank you. Much.
1: Thank you so
4: much.
1: The vertex is a third angle. Now in traditional <laughs> astral drama, it kept to that eight or ten planets, not the luminaries and the planets because it was a visceral thing. People would act it and you could feel it and touch it. We're online and we adjust. So with the first team, there's certain points that have meaningfulness for them. So why not? We'll learn a little bit about this. One is the vertex. It's the third angle of a chart. It's a special point that has fate, destiny, and karma. It has a lot to do about relationships. And it has, is a point where there's intersections. And the anti, it's always on the west side, which is where the descendant side is. Mine happens to be right on my descendant. But it can go all the way up to the top of the chart, to the bottom, although usually it's the eighth, seventh, and sixth. Um uh, Uh, houses. If anybody has anything they want to say about that, or should I just lead on so we don't lose time? Okay. Then we have dwarf planet Eris, who is really potent at this very particular moment. She's a dwarf planet, but conjunct the north node. Now, we don't know in these charts where she'll be because these charts relate to something right now. But... Oh, you know what? We lost some information. Well, we'll go back to it. Darn! It's a little bit difficult. We won't worry about it. So, anyway, she's inclusion and exclusion. It's a simple question, but yet everybody's on the table. And if they're not on the table, they somehow get there through thick and thin. She wanted to know who was fairest, and that was basically the idea. The voices must be heard. Hygieia is an asteroid, and the goddess of good health. So it has a lot to do about our health. Then we have a centaur, half man, half animal, horse, bolus, who stored the wine, Chiron, for the party. But unfortunately, it spilled out, and then there was a big ruckus, a lot of drinking, and in the long run, Hercules, but, but anyway, Chiron got wounded, couldn't heal himself, and Pholus picked up the arrow, wondering about it, and dropped it. And anyway, he he died too. So it's endings and beginnings. I think um, Justin, do you have any? Did I say it well, or do you have something more you want to say about? Pholis?
5: No, that's fine.
1: Come with that. Okay, very good. Then you can. So Priapus is a point that is. The opposite of Lilith and the masculine identity, very similar the counterpart. It's, instead of receptive, it's the assertive side. Charilico, and I'm sorry, Sean, I never can say this, but then I had a speech therapy. Yeah, at five years old, I was in speech class, so <laughs> naturally. I'm sorry, I see the big picture. It's like, where are the little parts? She was the wife of Chiron, and she's a friend of Vesta, which I think is fascinating, something I want to go into more. But she's grace and healing, compassion. So there you go. Now, I'm going to go flipping back really fast because I don't want to lose time because it's always of the essence here. Uh, oh, Nate, can you get me slide one up, please? real quick do you have that facility or if you can't i'll just let it go okay there we go there's the next one okay ah never mind let's get to it because that's how it is we're going to have now justin sean and ray only if we can have those people on and i'll pop the slide up there it is Whoa. And I don't know what, well, I do know what this is. So I'll let one of you lead. <clears> throat>
2: okay, throat> I, I will, uh-huh, go ahead. I am, I am, and I I set the rules, I set the structure, I'm patient, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh God, God, with Mercury conjunct me, um, I'm right. I'm right almost all the time. I communicate quite a bit as well. Um, uh, and uh, I've uh, got, you know, 28 degree Capricorn. That's like a cigar smoking Capricorn banker guy. You know, um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty, uh, yeah, I'm set. I'm setting the rules. I set the structure. I set the standards and I communicate all of that structure. I am
6: Uranus and Scorpio conjunct the North Node and the Ascendant. I am riding a growth edge in this lifetime and nothing will get in the way of what I can experience and my hunger for more and more and more.
5: I'm Mars in Libra in the 12th house. Mars, I am the planet of action and effort, but I'm in the 12th house and hidden. So it'll be a challenge. My action and effort is sort of a challenge. And in being in Libra, I strive for balance and harmony. And this in some ways can make me indecisive when it comes to taking action. And so I'm always questioning, is it right, the right balanced approach when I take action? If I don't, then I'm going to sit back and not take action. Mm
6: -hmm. I am the moon in Pisces, conjunct Venus, Pluto, Jupiter, and Juno in the fifth house. I am deeply committed to creating fantasy worlds that often disturb and distort reality. I want magic. I want mystery. I want drama. Give it to me all, but give it to me in a safe container.
2: Mm. I'm Juno conjunct Venus and the moon, and I, have, I hold divine space for partnership. I love, without boundaries, my partners. Um, I, I, I accept all of their, their, their greatness and all of their, their misgivings.
5: I'm Jupiter and Pisces, so the way I grow and expand is through compassion and through dedicating myself to something greater. And I'm in the fifth house of children, creativity, so I'm quite creative. But because I'm sitting next to Pluto, I'm tending to learn to how to let go of that fantasy, that illusion, that reality, and that escapism that the Moon and v- Venus and Juno are pulling me into. Pluto is bringing me sort of a dose of reality there.
4: Okay.
2: What
7: happened?
1: What did I do? Same oh, one, but I just it. <laughs> okay. It's the same one. Right <laughs> Wait, I, uh, I am
2: I am the North Node conjunct Uranus in the first house. Wow, I am I could be explosive in my uh, in Scorpio. I could be I could be ex- uh, raw and explos- explosively challenging. Um, you know, and I and I do so to, to support the the sacrifices I have to make for for my emotional security and for the, the things I value with that trying to the moon and Venus. But, man, I can I can create karma real fast. And I'm and I'm learning how to cut the right things.
6: I am the vertex and Gemini and the eighth house. I need you to talk to me. Use your words. Take me deep. The only way you can access my core is through my ears.
5: I am Hygieia in Cancer in the eighth house conjunct phallos in Cancer. I'm learning in this life about balanced, structured emotions. Of course, I've got that Uranus in the first house, so they're pretty intense, but with Hygieia there, I'm learning about the health of emotions and not allowing them to burst forth like a flowing river out of a cup, which I can't control. So I'm here learning about the balance and health of emotions and how I express those.
1: I'm Jupiter in Pisces, and I am so mixed up because I get Everything I grow, I'm going to destroy. I'm going to just blow it up and it's going to be messy. There's like a lot of grief and heartache. And I just got to figure out where's the heartstrings? How does this happen? What's the purpose? But you know what? It's really the current of creation. I am Saturn
6: and Sagittarius conjunct Neptune, square Venus and the moon. I learned early on that I couldn't trust authority; that they rarely walked their talk, and so I decided that the rules don't apply to me, which helped me create this deep, complex fantasy world.
0: Mm. Shall we stop? I, I, or I have no? one more.
5: I, one more. If, okay. So I was waiting <laughs> for Sean, but uh, I'll go ahead. I'm I'm Chiron in Aquarius on the IC on the cusp of the fourth house. In this lifetime, I'm trying to find out my wound is in the collective. I'm trying to find out where my tribe is, where I fit in. And because I'm on the IC, I'm always feeling a little bit like I'm the different than everybody else, especially within my family. So I'm learning to find out, go inward into my inner self to realize where my tribe is in this life and be okay with... Some separation from my nuclear family. Okay.
1: The mystery chart is now
5: revealed.
1: <laughs> dun, da, dun, dun, dun. I love
5: that screen. Oh my Edgar. god! <laughs> <Ooh>. Wow! <laughs> wow!
8: <laughs> yes, I knew it was old. <laughs>
1: wow.
4: You
0: were
1: so spot on, and I'll tell our podcast folk, Edgar. Alan Poe, 19th of January, 1809. And this is a rectified time, but it was from the approximate time that, and it was, I found this on AstroDeans. So there you go. But it's one o'clock in the morning in Boston, and it's a C rating. God. Yeah. You guys, you were, that was amazing. The fantasy. Ray, you kept. Targeting, I thought, do you know this chart? No, and I'm actually surprised because I'm a huge fan of Edgar Allan
2: (laughs) (laughs) Poe. I I think about that Uranus North Node conjunction and then the story of the guillotine slicing, slicing. Yeah, death.
5: Yeah. Association with death. Yeah.
2: And the way he 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 made the dark so
6: poetic. Again, the way he made the dark not always seem like something that was so scary. I feel like that plethora of Pisces in the fifth house really is this like come into this fantasy realm with me. It's yeah. it's safe to explore the dark here.
1: And mm. let me say to Sam and Dan and Jen and Marie, we can all talk now. I mean, if you have mm. comments that you thought that were brought out that were really good, we'll jabber all.
7: No, so, it, I mean, for me, it was absolutely perfect. I love Edgar Allan Poe too. And when you think about his chart, he really lived his chart, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I had no idea of his
1: history, actually. But, of course, he was prolific. 70 short stories, and he had, I don't know how many books, lots of books, 50. you know, And he died at 40. But he oh. died, his father left the family at two, and his mother died when he was four. So he was- Chiron on the IC. Well, and also that- Yeah, Moon conjunct
6: Pluto, Jupiter, Square, Saturn, Neptune.
5: Very creative. Very mostly creative.
1: He married his cousin who was 13. Now, I don't know if they say they delayed intimacy for two years. Now, did they marry at 13 or did they marry at 15? Did they meet it? I don't know it. It's like, I don't know how that went. But they stayed married until she died at TB. I like that you mentioned that
6: the vertex is a relationship point and Gemini rules cousins.
7: Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh that's perfect. So you guys, that's sun at 28 degrees in the third house. That's like mastery of communication. I see those 28s and that's like, Oh, there's a mastery piece.
6: Especially with the know? exact conjunction of
2: Mercury. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wow.
1: Well, this was one of his poems that's just part of it, but it's so right now, as far as this Sam Wayne, Thou Wayne period of time. Thy soul. In fact, Sam, do you want to read this? You're so theatrical. I know you could oh, do okay. it. Okay, <laughs> sure.
3: <laughs> Thy soul shall find itself alone. <laughs> Mid <laughs> dark thoughts of the gray tombstone, not one of all the crowd to pry into thine hour of secrecy, be silent in thy solitude, which is not loneliness. For then the spirits of the dead, who stood in life before thee, are again, and death around thee, and their will shall then overshadow thee. Be still. The night, though clear, shall frown, and the stars shall look not down.
1: Thank you. And that I stopped it there. If folks want, there's a it's pomuseum.org with all of this great mm-hmm. stuff. Wow. Well, yeah. Here we are. I think we'll take our natural pause and <laughs> come right back for Astro Jam near Halloween with Justin Crockett, Elsie, Jennifer Ng, Samuel F. Reynolds. Daniel Beck Marie O'Neill Sean Kelly and Ray Sapp be back stay with us (laughs) for scene two while we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos let's take a look at this cycle's archetype We are currently in the Yin Period of Scorpio, traditionally ruled by Mars, now ruled by Pluto. By departing a cycle based on comparison between extreme energies finding balance, Scorpio commits a relationship to exchange resources, experiencing power and powerlessness for the purpose of soul growth transformation. As a fixed water sign that is extreme, intense, and secretively deep, Scorpio's passionate nature questions the psychology and mystery concerning life and death.
7: This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to NewProSupplements.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, October 29th, it's an encore presentation. Join us to hear our last healing show with Dr. Nels Rasmussen and Sister Linda Rasmussen. Together, they helped listeners and their animal friends with emotional, behavioral, or physical problems. And you can receive a surrogate healing just by listening and following along with Linda's instructions. Hope you can join us. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150.
0: Talk Cosmos brings insightful conversations to awaken consciousness for the soul growth with hour long programs every Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific on KKNW. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel and Facebook page. While you're there, make sure you click the like and subscribe buttons so you get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers and to find out about upcoming programs sign up for the newsletter at talkcosmos.com so grab your coffee tea or kombucha and enjoy the show
4: need help getting started with self-help you came to the right place alternative talk 1150.
1: Hello again. And at this moment, I always ask each person if they have an event, a lecture, a a class, or something in the future that you might be presenting. So I'm not sure where to begin, but I'll begin with Justin. Go ahead.
5: No, just day-to-day to to work, uh, just doing uh, consultations with clients. That's it.
1: Okay. I know you've had some... Retreat, So very good. Okay. And then Jen, how is your life these days? Do you have something you want to present? I know you do the pulse with IAA or something. I don't know. That podcast
8: was released and there's an interview with a alumni who is a medical internal disease specialist. So uh, check that out. And there's some other great episodes with Jordi Forrest as well as Uh, Sam Reynolds and Ina Stanley and I'm doing a few talks including one for ISAR Canada and I'm teaching Four Pillars at the International Academy of Astrology.
1: Well that sounds, your calendar got caught up and I will say that I know Justin's writing a book and so you've (laughs) had lectures in doing that so at any rate. Sam, what's on your agenda? I just started
3: a beginner's class, and also in 2024, I'll be doing a cruise with Patricia Bell, Dr. Patricia Bell, uh, mm. touring Alaska, and mm. it's a spiritual cruise, so that's just the week before NORWAC, NORWAC, seventeen May 17th through the 24th, and then there's NORWAC, Um so Norwalk.net. so looking forward to that.
1: What's the name of that? Cruise to Alaska in the, the, the spirit.
3: spirit, yeah. Oh, in so. the
1: spirit, yeah. Oh boy, that
3: sounds it's funny. a it's a healing spiritual cruise.
1: Yes, thank Ooh. you, Ray. I know you have the Neptune something, and what else is happening? Yeah. I do. I do. Um, so the Mountain Astrologer, we just finished
6: our 229th issue, December 2023 through February 2024. Um, just went off to the printer. We launch it digitally on Halloween. So get excited for next week to dive into that. A um, lot of good stuff in there on the year ahead. Um, also, a great article from Maurice Fernandez on the upcoming Saturn-Neptune Junction in Aries, uh, which I think is going to be a big theme for us. Um, and also, as you mentioned, so um, I have been kind of soft launching uh, the Neptune Underground, which um, is really kind of focusing more on experimental experiential astrology and in particular, kind of the angle of confessions um, and how to let our truth live outside of our body um, and kind of using it as kind of stream of consciousness, um, just again, you know, soul writing.
1: Beautiful. You know, really, that is so finishing for uh, uh, 2,000 years of compassion. We may as well (laughs) really figure out what we need to confess so that we can, the whole process. But it's quite intriguing. I've, I've checked
6: it out. I was going to say, if any of you have secrets or confessionals you'd
8: like to submit, we would love to hear your story. I'm
1: contemplating that.
8: Any Scorpios? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sean, you with the uh, self noted. Anyway, how? <laughs> I know I'm terrible. Okay, wh- what's your. What's, what's, what's ha- your. What's
2: happening for me? Yes. Is- yeah. Uh, to, of... uh, just work at, uh, stewarding the land that I've taken responsibility for has uh, been uh, at the foremost and uh, a company I started about a year ago has frankly taken off like a rocket and, hey. yeah, and so it's absorbed most of my time and uh, it's just great to have such a great team that's committed to it and Really drives my commitment to them too. It's beautiful. So, thank you.
1: I am so glad to hear that. I know you put in a lot of time and, and training and experience. So, hip, hip, hooray, success. I love it. Marie. Oh, and, wow. Hi, guys. <laughs> yes. I know you just completed a retreat that you plan to repackage and Right. South.
7: Right. I'll put that up on my website next year. I am, I just actually launched a new series on my YouTube channel called Ask Coach Marie, where I answer two questions from the view, viewers each week and also talk about other subjects such as astrology, life coaching, metaphysical topics, and that sort of thing. So I just launched that and, um, the I will be teaching the second round of life coaching skills to astrologers at Kepler College next year that starts in the spring the spring quarter which I believe starts in April so it's fundamentals of life coaching for astrologers because astrologers really in my opinion uh, the counseling skills are vital and life coaching is a wonderful way to um to counsel people. So yeah. Absolutely.
1: And they're fortunate to have a compassionate, gifted person. Send me that new info and I'll update your bio. So thank you. Oh perfect. You. Yeah. And Daniel, Mr. Dan Beck, I know you're unhooked, but yeah. how's your singing and how's your mentoring? And and we'll finish it <coughs> up with that.
4: Well, quite frankly, I don't have much to promote about myself. Um, If anybody would like to see kind of what I have done with astrology, you can go to intermakeup.net, somewhat humorously renamed Offline Astrology. But yeah, I'm a staff singer here in Wilmington, Delaware, at a church base or tenor, depending on um, what they need. Uh, And I volunteer for an organization uh, that helps people with literacy skills um, if they're going for their GED. Um, and also job placement and just kind of working on the city of Wilmington itself, um, you know, connecting people with um, social services. And, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, some right, off, right off of I-95. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: you know, life <laughs> is so in, in, <laughs> entrenched with, astrology is entrenched with life. We need to have a practical uh, apprenticeship of just plain life. So we can associate right
4: right. right so there are nothing, yeah there's something Thank called land, land zodiacs do you know this lands Jeffrey Cornelius mentioned it in Moment of Astrology that land zodiacs are manifestation um hmm. we'll, talk,
1: di- about yeah,
4: we'll land, talk about
1: that yeah talk about that okay
4: yeah
1: <laughs> and i we will go over um let's see okay so let's get to what we have Dan Beck in Philadelphia Inner makeup, we have Jenner, Jennifer Ng at Jen Ingress.com. We have Marie at Padma Life Coaching. And we have Sam at unlockastrology.com. I've been remiss not mentioning people's names. Da 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 dun dun. Here it is. Oh
4: God. Oh wow. <laughs> 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 okay. This is jesus christ who picked
1: this chart (laughs) not me well you know i'll start off because i don't know what it is i am radiating beliefs everywhere all i know is is that i am right at the moment of the galactic uh attractor and whatever i think of i know if i can just center enough is going to live for as long as that energy lives. So it's a matter of like, Ooh, how do I
7: work this out? Well, I am the ascendant Libra and I want everything to be in balance. My relationships, I will do whatever it takes to keep those in balance even if it means i have to fudge a little bit with the truth at the same time there is a reason for doing this i want justice i want i want my family to be taken care of i i love beauty i love i love showing beauty out into the world
3: I don't do anything half assed. I do it in full measure. Um, I believe in the bigness of life. And I'm very passionate and seeking to live life to its fullest, and wanting to probe deep um, as much as I can my Sun, Jupiter, my Mercury, Pluto opposition, my oppositions make me strong and my Uranus at the descendant. I, I have an original way of doing things.
4: I am Pluto and cancer, um, opposite part of fortune, you know, generally um, opposition between third and ninth. And even though I grew up during hard times in the Great Depression and up into World War II, I was able to um, earn income through writing, speech, communications.
8: I am Venus. Um, on the i c and i am uh, i am attracted to futuristic i i have futuristic or maybe out of the box values uh, for the the time that i 'm in, and I am probably going through some karmic changes with the transit nodes going over my ascendant and descendant
7: well i am the south node in leo and i got to tell you it's all about me i like being on stage i i i i am important it is it is my voice that will be heard i am seen in the world as a great actor a great queen, basically, and my domain is being public. I use my my skills out in the world to hopefully better humanity.
8: I'm moon at 26 Virgo, and I probably have some intuitive abilities close or just still in the 12th house. That's trying Saturn and I can I'm probably very disciplined.
4: Yeah, even though I'm South Node Neptune in the tenth, and even though I sort of had a natural gift for coming into prominence career-wise, my um, I, I am zero Leo, so that it always had kind of a premature, difficult feeling. And as you know, opposite to that, my home life um, was very turbulent. As I am um, Mars conjunct North Node in the fourth. Um, As well as I am uh, Venus conjunct the IC ruling the eighth um, and first, which can give difficulty.
3: Yeah, you're going to remember me. (laughs) Either I'm going to be famous (laughs) or infamous.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. A moment of infamy. (laughs)
7: Yes. Well, my relationships are quite unique. I like my relationships to to <laughs> I like my relationships to be original, to be kind of where society is concerned, weird. But it works for me. And nobody will ever tell me what to do. I I love myself and I like being weird.
8: But I think some people might think I'm a bit arrogant with my son in Sagittarius sextile my south my north node and trine, my south node, and um, I do things in a big way
4: um, as my I am moon in the nakshatra of Uttara Falguni, and as such i I'm very philanthropically minded, but also like rest and relaxation. And it would be the, you know, it's essential. my moon is essentially in the, I am moon in the, well, depending on house system, you know, the 12th place or 12th house. So that further emphasizing my humanitarian um, desires, so
8: Relationships can be a bit unstable for me, and maybe even the way I exit the world might be really sudden with Uranus at 25 Aries on my descendant.
7: Well, that said, I'm still the I still speak with authority. Oh, yeah, I am (laughs) the law, and I will punish
1: you. I will.
4: Oh,
7: yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: I am wrought with pain and this uncontrollably desolate sense of how to create and manifest, but I will push through it and get to, regardless, my way, the highway, and hope, not even hope, but know that because my series in Chiron is just like everywhere spread out. So why not have another drink?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and, and don't, don't piss me
8: off because I'll call you out. We mm-hmm. <laughs> oppose uh, Pluto. hmm
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> That's got any oh. guesses? Well, yeah, wait, maybe...
6: th- wait, let me throw out a point. I wish this chart had the vertex in it, and I want to say that the vertex is at twenty-four degrees of Taurus, as a hint for those who would like to guess
8: this chart.
5: I know I wanted it in there, but Sue Billy Graham.
8: Billy no. Graham to Scorpio. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> eight house stuff.
5: Go, go with what with what what Sam said. <laughs> this person likes to probe deep.
8: Yeah,
6: Sam nailed it.
2: Yeah. Yes, and did nail it totally. Well, yeah, but so did so did oh, so, oh, oh,
5: so did okay, Marie when go. she said it's all about him.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Mystery oh, chart yeah. is now revealed. Don't piss him Who off. Wants to tell
2: it about twenty four
5: degrees Taurus. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll tell it. It's wait. Vol- what
6: sits at twenty four degrees of Taurus?
5: I'll go. I'll go. Right. Nope. Okay. Vlad the Impaler. Oh. Dracula, Dracula, Vlad the Impaler. No. Yes. Vlad III, who was the prince of Romania called Vlad the Impaler. December 7th, 1431. Chart rectified by Noel Till because we didn't know the exact time. But he was considered in culture. the Actually, the word Dracula became a Romanian word for it means dragon, order the dragon, dragon devil. Mm-hmm. And Bram Stoker used that word actually to for vampire. And later on, people associated Vlad with it because his family was order the dragon. Mm.
8: Oh. He was
5: very cruel. Hence, moon and Virgo. He was very cruel and he killed thousands by impaling them. He, was, oh, he yeah. was
6: mean and, he and cruel. Dinner.
4: He was With Mars make,
6: like Mars. Well, like, yeah, yeah, and even like Mars on the North Node, like the dragon head and Mars cutting, mm-hmm. like there's such a beheading signature, especially Aquarius for the like the cold and detached and this ruthless killer. Mm-hmm.
4: This was like a... What would you say this was? A prince? Uh,
6: Vlad
5: Third. He was a prince yeah. of
6: Romania. Uh, so this was what did,
5: 1431.
4: What, what,
6: 1431. Okay. So,
4: like what what were the circumstances of his life other than him being um, royalty? Like, did He He was a noble in the order
5: of the dragon, their family, and he fought his, his family for, for, uh, for, okay. to be in charge. He eventually died on the battlefield, the Turks. They fought the Ottoman Turks and they killed him and decapitated him and took his head, put it in honey and took his head back to Turkey to, uh, and put on a stick in Istanbul. He was so hated because he killed thousands of people. He was oh. very cruel. So
1: what's the specifics? I mean, I never knew what they were. So, when was he born? What's December
5: 7th, 1431. And by the way, you can thank Sean for this chart. This was Sean's uh Sean's okay. idea. Oh,
1: and and what time? Do, do we do, is it a noon yeah. chart?
5: It's Sean? a rectified chart by Noel Hill. Everybody knows a oh, really okay. great astrologer at 3:18 a.m. And um Signorara, uh
2: Romania
7: this chart fit
2: but the date the date was right yes and and, yeah. I, and uh, Justin, I'm so impressed dude that you went the extra mile and got that got that ver- uh, rectified that's amazing
1: well now tell us about Priapus uh, Justin because you wanted that there and you said it was very important and you would explain how well
5: it... uh, Priapus is, is a lot of times is how a person asserts themselves. It it has sort of this how they assert themselves and and it's in Aries here um, and so you know of course it's it's opposing it's that right. that Lilith there and so he you know he was very like like uh, several people have mentioned it was all about him and it was he was very you know selfish and all about him in a lot of ways.
3: Well, well Justin, you're being pretty diplomatic with it. I mean, pre-apic means related to like. A stiff heart yeah right and yeah so, that's what it know. is it's how he asserts himself yeah and, and so to talk about putting people on stakes oh yeah <laughs> oh totally right yeah. yeah i mean that that's right there yeah, yeah. So, that's
1: right. and i see too that that saturn squares that uh um Uranus, doesn't it? I hadn't noticed that while you were talking, but and then to have Mars, you know, all of that. Well, uh, you said he know. fought his family, Justin.
5: Yeah, yeah there there was a there was fights between family, cousins, brothers, and everything, and that. Yeah, yeah Saturn Venus Uranus, Uranus the, can often the, be an overthrow.
6: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: and he also yeah the Saturn Uranus square Venus opposite to the you know the MC. You know, it's right there. And yeah, yeah. passionate. Also Venus join to Mars. Mm-hmm. And That's then the, a cool chart.
5: Yeah. And then Hygie and Scorpio in the first house, you know, the whole thing around death and Juno there with Scorpio. Um,
6: well, and the grand trine of the moon, Saturn. And again, vertex isn't um, shown, but again, the vertex being on
1: Algo sorry. as well. <laughs> <that>? moon, <laughs> moon <Saturn>. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to work next time on all the different um oh uh, uh aspects that people want or, or points and here I'm just going through these because we have about two minutes just to say that for those folks there are different um playlists. So there we are here we are again what excellent choices yeah honestly happy
7: Halloween everybody yeah. <laughs> happy hallows
3: happy <laughs> yeah
7: happy Halloween, yeah happy yeah. Anybody doing anything fun? Any parties? Any parties? Hmm.
6: Going to a Polish yeah. ambassador
7: show. A Polish ambassador show.
6: Very, mm. very psychedelic artist. It's um, they do like big. It's music, but also like big um, imagery that they all that they create. It's really neat.
7: Well, that sounds like fun, though. Is that today?
6: It's on actual Halloween, so on Tuesday night. Okay.
7: I just want you know. some candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am well, a I went fan, up and you know.
4: <laughs> saw
1: the volcano thinking, you know, I was as planned. And it was interesting. She's just steaming. There's this huge cauldron of steam, steam, steam. Wow. And so I was trying to get a message, but it was like, there's power there, baby. There is power.
7: Oh, yeah. So, May the power be with you. He is definitely power. May yeah, the power be with, with you. Fire. Been a little you. Little
2: volcano, Sue. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, tallest, well, the tallest. I'll get my
1: blanket and do some smoke things. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll keep communicating. <laughs> it's been great. Thank, thank you, you just rocket Elsie. Thank, thank, thank you. you, Thank you. Reynolds, thank cool.
3: you. All right.
0: Thank you for joining an insightful conversation on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests awaken consciousness by connecting soul growth patterns with astrology's energetic cycles. Be sure to tune in next Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.